Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Welcome, everybody. Tonight, your neighborhood good golf dealer joins the Gulf Oil Companies in presenting another program in this series of reviews, musical comedies, and dramatic shows. Written, directed, and acted by the greatest names in Hollywood for the benefit of the Motion Picture Relief Fund. Tonight, it's a review written by Jimmy Gleason and directed by Henry Coster. So welcome all of you to this week's golf program, The Screen Guild Show, with Gary Cooper, Deanna Durbin, Patsy Kelly, Hawk Your Caucus, the music of Oscar Bradley, and Hollywood's favorite master of ceremonies, George Murphy. I'm recalling times when I was small in light and free jubilee day. Old folks praying, everybody swaying, loudly I chanted my prayer. How I sang about the judgment morn, and of Gabriel tooting on his horn. In that sunny land of milk and honey, I had no complaints while I thought of saints. So I say to all who feel belong, sing hallelujah, hallelujah, and you'll shoo the blues away. When tears pursue ya, hallelujah, get you through the darkest day. Satan's lies awaiting and creating skies of gray. But hallelujah, hallelujah, help to shoo the clouds away. Sing, raise your voices on high. Sing, till they reach to the sky. But sing, and you'll sing the blues away. Get you through the darkest day. Satan stands awaiting and creating skies of gray. Sing hallelujah, hallelujah, helps to show the blues away. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Gulf Screen Show. And now our first star for tonight, a girl who had to have ten men hold down the Blarney Stone before it would let her kiss it. Patsy Kelly. That was fine. It's a fine introduction you gave me. Wonderful. I've heard a sightseeing guy give a better build-up to Pomona. Fine thing for you to say. You, the man I'm going to marry. Well, Patsy, I was only trying to... What? Who's going to marry who? Say, what's this all about? I'm sorry, but it's fate, George. There's nothing you can do about it. We two are destined to be sweethearts from the picture of the same name. <laughs> the fortune teller told me so. What fortune teller? Why, one of the best Hindu fortune tellers in the world. 
When I walked into his room, incense was burning. He had a beautiful towel wrapped around his head with his name embroidered on it. And what was his name? Ali Ben Hotel Knickerbocker. <laughs> By the time I had to get him to read my fortune. First, he wouldn't do it, but he finally looked in my palm and his eyes lit up. Why? What did he see in it? Fifty cents. <laughs> he looked in my palm and told me I was going to marry a strong, silent he-man exactly like you. Yes, Patsy, and then what did he do? He gave me 40 cents change. <laughs> nice guy. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Patsy. I'm not the only strong, silent man on this program. Your fortune teller could have met Oscar Bradley. Who? Oscar Bradley, the orchestra leader. There he is. Th- where? <laughs> oh, my eyesight is bad. I see spots in front of my eyes. Well, the one with the face on it is Oscar. You call that a he-man? Why, if he were half a man, he'd... Say, he is a half a man, isn't he? Just a minute, Miss Kelly. I may not look like a strong, silent he-man, but really I am. Oh, you're kidding. (laughs) Yes, I'm a devil when aroused. Go ahead. Oh, now, here. Go ahead, arouse me. You really want me to arouse you? Please do. Well, okay. (laughs) Well, did I arouse you? (laughs) Wait a minute, wait a minute, Patsy. You underestimate Oscar. He really is a he-man. Well, maybe I was wrong. Here, let me take another look at you, Oscar. Come here, throw out your chest. Go ahead, throw it out. That's it. Now spread out your arms. Go ahead. Like this? Yeah. Now uh, lift up your left foot. Like this? Right. (laughs) Boy, what a beautiful radiator cap you'd make. Hello, Miss Kelly. (laughs) What do you think of him, Patsy? Now, look, George, when I want a He-Man, I don't want to get him on the installment plan. I want to go down and tell that guy a thing or two. Oh, don't excite yourself, Patsy. There's nothing in that fortune-telling stuff anyway. Oh, no? Well, if you don't think there's anything in it, just look into this crystal ball I brought to the studio. Crystal ball? This isn't a crystal ball. It's a goldfish bowl. But where's the goldfish? Oh, the goldfish got ambitious. He's out working his way through a college boy. (laughs) Go ahead, look in the bowl, George. Maybe you can see the future. I'll be back later. Okay, Patsy, quiet, everybody. The great mystic Murphy now gazes into the crystal ball. Ah, I see a beautiful young girl. She's walking onto the stage. She's coming up to the microphone. And now she's about to speak. Hello, Mr. Murphy. It's Deanna Durbin. (laughs) Deanna, it's swell having you on the show with us tonight. Thank you, Mr. Murphy. I've been looking forward to being on the Gulf Screen Guild show. And we've all been looking forward to hearing you sing. All right, Mr. Murphy. I'd like to sing one of my favorite songs, A Heart That's Free. That's swell, Deanna. It's all yours. Oscar? And the 
hear from you again later. And now just a word from John Carney. Ladies and gentlemen, every woman who's ever baked a cake knows the importance of a good recipe. Well, you've got to start with high quality ingredients, of course, but even more important, you've got to use them in the right way. Well, somewhat the same thing holds true in the case of motor oil. It's mighty important to use a top quality crude oil, and it's just as important to refine it the right way. And that's why Gulf Pride is refined only from 100% pure Pennsylvania crude. And why it's refined not only by conventional methods alone, but also by the patented Alclor process that only Gulf has the right to use. As a result, Gulf Pride is so good, so durable, so economical that it pays to make your regular spring oil change a change to Gulf Pride. Drive in where you see the Do It Now sign outside your neighborhood good Gulf dealers. Thank you, John Conti. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Oscar, Oscar, will you will you stop beating yourself on the chest and giving out with those Tarzan yells? What are you doing that for? Well, I'm practicing so that when Patsy Kelly gets back from that fortune teller, she'll think I'm a real he-man. <laughs> well, that's probably Patsy Kelly now. My word, she's certainly changed. I don't know what she's done to herself, but it's quite an improvement. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Oscar. That isn't Patsy Kelly. It's Park Your Carcass. <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody, and thank you, George Murphy, and welcome to the Life Boy program. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, park your carcass. I'm afraid you're a little confused. This is not the Life Boy program. No. This is the Good Golf Show. Good Golf? Yeah. What's that? What's what? Red. Guess, guess. <laughs> Why should I guess? Can't you tell me? <laughs> what is it, a secret? No, no, it's gasoline. You know what gasoline is. You mean the stuff that you put on your hair to make it stick down? No, 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 that's Vaseline, V. I'm talking about gasoline, G. You see, you've got a G. Well, if you've got a G, you've got a G. What <laughs> happens, man, I'm talking about good go. What do you want me to do, spell it out for you? No, you don't have to spell it out for me. You know I went to school. Oh, you went to school. I bet you were the star pupil. Oh, there was an awful bunch of idiots in my class. Couldn't even spell hippopotamus. Oh, and you could. No, I was one of the idiots, too. <laughs> Well, at least I'm glad to see that you can pronounce a word like hippopotamus. Oh, sure. And do you know how to pronounce the plural of hippopotamus? Hippopotamuses? No, no, I figured you'd miss that. The plural is hippopotami. For oh. instance, in the word octopus, the plural is octopi. In the word streptococcus, the plural is streptococci. You mean if I was twins, they would call me pachyococci? Oh, No, no, Farky, I don't mean that at all. You don't get the idea. Oh, forgive me, George. All day long I've been walking around in a transfer. I don't know what's wrong with me. 
I had my tea leaves read today, and the gypsy told me that I'm going to meet the girl I dreamed about last night. Say, that sounds wonderful. That's what you think. Before I went to sleep, I ate lobster ice cream and pickles. Boy, was she horrible. <laughs> and tonight, I got to eat strawberries and cucumbers smothered in onions. Why? What's the idea? I promised to meet her sister. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Even in my dreams, I can't meet nice people. What's the matter, Parky? That's her sister. <laughs> oh, don't be silly, Parky. I want you to meet Patsy Kelly. That's your name? Say, what are you doing here while I'm not asleep? Well, for goodness sake, it's Parky Cocker. <laughs> I never saw you looking so good. Yeah. Who's your embalmer? <laughs> Fine talk. You know, it wouldn't do you no harm if you went to a beauty parlor yourself once in a while. If I am not, to animosity. <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute. Nobody can talk like that to me. Now, you just listen to me, Porky. Porky? It's Parky. Porky is a ham. What are you, Philly Mignon? <laughs> All right, come on, don't be silly. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Patsy. Take it easy. Parky is probably the he-man the fortune teller said you were going to meet. That's right. You a he-man? Yeah. Just look at yourself. Well, what are you going to believe? What you see or what the fortune teller told you? <laughs> oh, take me, sugar pie push. Can't you see what I am dipsy doodle about you? I'll go to your mother and I'll ask her for your hand. Well, you'll have to go to my daddy, too, and ask him for my heart. Well, as long as I'm making collections, where do you keep your teeth? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. You don't understand. What I mean is this. Oh, I'm in love. I'm not above a date with a duke or a caddy. But that's a pose for my baby knows that my heart belongs to daddy. When some good scout invites me out to dine on some fine fitted haddie, my baby sure his love is secure, cause my heart belongs to my daddy. Yes, my heart, oh dear. Come on, get up there. What do you want, Deanna Durbin? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to marry my daddy. You want a stepladder? <laughs> I made it. Now, if you feel romantic, laddie, let me warn you right from the start. That my heart belongs to daddy, and my daddy belongs to my heart. Say, you know you sing that song good? All except the singing. Thanks. <laughs> Just a minute. What's the matter with my singing? Can you do better? If I can do better, I'll really show you how to sing this song. All right. Just stand back and don't let the pieces get in your eyes. <laughs> I wrote some words for this thing post melody, and now the thing really makes some sense. Listen. I met a girl and I stole a kiss. I bet you think what I'm naughty. She's 39, but she said, don't worry, because life begins at 40. 28 days, it's got September, January, June, and Wednesday. I saw Snow White and the seven little dwarfs, but my brain belongs to Dopey. Oh, I got to get some shot eye. Before I begin to begin, there's 228 days to Christmas. I should worry. I don't know what I'm singing. But what I really want to tell you is when all you folks take a shower, that my heart belongs to Life Boy. So listen in every Tuesday night. <laughs> I 
guess I won't find that He-Man I'm destined to meet tonight, so I might as well go someplace else and look for him. Yeah, I think you're right, Patsy. Oscar Bradley and Park Your Carcass certainly don't live up to expectations. Yeah, and you're nothing to brag about either. Oh, is that so? You probably won't even be satisfied with Gary Cooper when he gets here. Gary Cooper? <laughs> Oh, Gary Cooper. <laughs> Gary, did you say Gary Cooper? Yes, Patsy. He ought to be here as soon as Oscar Bradley plays the next number. Well, what are we waiting for, Oscar? For goodness sakes, play it. Come on, boys. One, two. Bradley, thank you. That was holding tight to hold tight. All right, go ahead, George. Bring on the He-Man. Okay. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I take great pleasure in bringing you one of the swellest guys in Hollywood. A man you all know and love. All right, Chris Stalling, George. A man among men. That scintillating personality. That fine actor. Paul, George, get to the point. You all know his pictures. The Texan, the Plainsman, Mr. Deeds goes to town. I'll be a nervous wreck by the time he brings them on. A man that I am proud to call my friend. One of the boys, one of the... For heaven's sake, Mr. Gary Cooper! <laughs> Hello, Gary. Hello, and welcome to the Gulf Screen Guild Show. Thanks, George. Say, uh, tell me, is this really the actor's own program? That's right, Gary. You mean it actually belongs to us? It certainly does. An actor can come on this program and do anything his heart desires. Well, that's wonderful, George. You know, in pictures, we have to do what the director wants. Sometimes we have to read lines we don't like and play characters that aren't natural for us. Well, you don't have to worry about that here, Gary. On this program, you can do anything you want. Are you sure it'll be all right? Positive. Go right ahead. Thanks. Oh, I beg your pardon, Patsy. Gary, I want you to meet Patsy Kelly. How do you do, Miss Kelly? Oh, how do you do, Mr. Cooper? Take off your stilts and make yourself at home. Hiya, Gary. Uh, Gary? 
I don't mind you butting in, Oscar, but you shouldn't call a person by his first name until you know him well. Isn't that right, Gary? Yes, Miss Kelly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, I know Oscar Bradley. We met on the set the other day in a very peculiar way. Oh, what did you do? Trip over him? No. <laughs> no, uh... Oscar was watching me play a game of chess, and I moved him twice by mistake. I can believe that. Believe me, we had quite an argument over that. A fine guy for you to pick an argument with. Oh, I wasn't afraid. I stood there and looked him straight in the knee. (laughs) That's what I did. Then he got down off the chair. Uh, Go away, Oscar. Ah, Gary. Gary, all my life I wanted to meet a strong, silent, handsome he-man exactly like you. What for? (laughs) To play checkers. Fascinating game, checkers. Gary, can't you understand? My blood is racing through my veins like mad. My knees are shaking. My ears are ringing. Is your head whirling? Oh, yes. Is your heart pounding? Yes, yes. I had a horse that died from that. (laughs) Yes. I'm sorry about your horse and all that, but we're talking about two different things. What I meant was... Well, 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 if it ain't my old pal, Gordon Sniffer. How are you, <laughs> Boy, and I'm glad you're here. You're just the man I'm looking at. Oh, so you know Gary, too, huh? I know him. Yeah, we're old friends, especially since we met. Yes, especially since we met. Say, so, you know, you talk with the dialect? <laughs> well, that's neither here nor someplace else. Congratulate me. Because, you see, Popsicle Kelly and me is going to be married. But there's only one little thing which stands in the way. What's that? She hates me. <laughs> but, you know, you could help me, Croupy, really. You see, Patsy likes this strong, silent type. Tell me, how do you make love? Well, uh, I'll try to tell you. Well, now, look, you might as well do this thing right. You can lecture to him, but demonstrate on me. Okay. All right, now pay attention, Parky, and you'll see how a strong, silent man makes love. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, Gary... Pretend it's a moonlight night and we two are sitting out on the prairie. Watch out for the cactus, ma'am. Yeah, what? <laughs> my beloved, my beloved, isn't this night romantic? The stars are playing peekaboo above us as the winds whisper through the trees. Can't you just feel love surging through your veins? Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be here with you in the wide open spaces, just the two of us communing with nature. Your strong arm around me, protecting me as the moon floods us with a silvery light. Oh, Gary, isn't this heaven on earth? Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Ah, those words thrill me. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, look, look, darling, we're sitting beneath the trees that we planted ourselves. Look into my eyes, dear. Do you remember when we planted us? It was just a little seed, and now the tree towers above us as we sit here making love. It's sure gruesome. It sure is. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's love as it should be made. I enjoyed that. Didn't you, Gary? Yep. <laughs> well, Parky, do you get the idea now? That's what I call making horrid love. Well, come to my arms, Patsy Puss, and I'll show you how to really make horrid love. See, you know, you didn't do so good, Mr. Cooper, because she didn't even kiss you. Say, that's right. Now, I'll show you, Mr. Cooper. You see, true love should be made in the Greek language. Stand by and just listen to some beautiful words. All right. Uh, Papsi, if this is today, you know, this Kelly marriage, 
Έστω καντήρι στο πίπι θάριο σκονά στο σπίτι κρύο. In just a minute, Diana Durbin will return to sing again, but in the meantime, here are a few words from John Conti. Have you ever gone somewhere for one reason and accidentally made other discoveries that you wouldn't have missed for anything? Well, that's the way it's been with so many motorists who have noticed the do-it-now sign outside the good golf dealers, driven in to change their motor oil and discovered that grand golf service and those grand golf products. You see, your good golf dealer is ready to take the best possible care of your car in dozens of different ways. Stop in tomorrow and see if that isn't so. And in addition to getting your oil changed to fresh golf pride and your gas tank filled with golf no-knox ethyl gasoline, why not also ask for a golf-registered lubrication job? Yes, your good golf dealer is a real expert in the art of servicing a car. That's why it pays to stop at the sign of the golf orange disc. And now, Deanna Durbin returns to the Screen Guild show microphone to bring us one of the songs from her latest picture, Three Smart Girls Grow Up. Deanna sings, Because... Also, Patsy Kelly, Parker Carcass, and Gary Cooper for a swell golf screen guild show. Oh, George. Yep. <laughs> well, that uh, yep stuff was just for the sketch, George. I'd like to say something as myself. Uh, sure, Gary. What is it? Well, uh, speaking for the cast, 
I'd like to say we enjoy taking part in this Gulf program, especially because the proceeds go to the Motion Picture Relief Fund to be used to build a home for the members of the industry who can no longer provide for themselves. Well, thanks, Gary. You know, we couldn't do these shows without you fellas. And uh, we couldn't do it without the help of the Gulf Oil Company. Who's on the show next week, George? Well, next week we'll have a comedy drama written by Delmar Daves, directed by Leo McCary, and starring Irene Dunn, Cary Grant, Walter Conley, and Herman Bing. Well, I've got a date with my radio for that one. Good night, George. Good night, Gary, and thanks for coming. And remember, everybody, next week, the same time, the same station, the good Gulf dealer in your neighborhood joins the Gulf Oil Companies in welcoming you to another Screen Guild show. And now, ladies and gentlemen, due to studio commitments, I must say goodbye to you for a few weeks. Some of my good friends and your good friends will carry on in my absence. Next week, Cary Grant will be your master of ceremonies. I'll be back as soon as I can. Till then, I'll miss you all these Sunday evenings. This is George Murphy saying thank you for the Gulf Oil Companies, the motion picture industry. Good night. We are grateful to Universal Pictures for Deanna Durbin, who can now be seen in Three Smart Girls Grow Up, to Samuel Goldwyn Productions for Gary Cooper, soon to be seen in The Real Glory, to Hal Roach and the Pepsodent Program for Patsy Kelly, and to the Life Boy Program for Park Your Carcass. John Conti speaking. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.